This is Level Up Success Podcast with Neth and Truth. Yeah, no, awesome. So yeah, now nah, let's 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 do it. Let's talk about it. So um, you know what what uh what information are we, will we be finding in your book? Like um, well, let's start with the. I'll talk about the second notebook. The color principles. Okay. Okay. Oh wait. So you have here. Um. It says. Uh. Table of contents. Um. Is this like a? Uh, Cause I see. I see. It says notebook. So it's, it's like various. Right. Yeah. It's it's no chapters. Okay. They're notebooks. That's what I call them. Okay. Oh, wow. And my first book, each chapter is is um was a floor. Mm. Nice. Cause mm. I'm just different. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so in my first yeah. book, uh, 14 Floors to Nowhere, I had first floor, second floor, third floor. So each step, you know, each floor took you somewhere else. And this pretty much does the same thing. It's just notebooks. Okay. So we got the first notebook, the second notebook, the third notebook. And every time you go inside of one of these notebooks, your head is going to go, shoo. Okay. Uh, and that's dope the way you did it because, like you said, she writing a journal. So every you want to call it, mm-hmm. like every part of the journal is mm-hmm. a different notebook. Mm-hmm. So, well, people won't know that, and they'll know it from be, being in the table of contents. Yeah. But the way it's written, you just reading. It's like you're reading a story. You're just reading, reading, oh. reading, and then at some point, you're like, oh, you get the correlation between what you're going to read and why it's notebooks. You'll oh, find okay. you'll get the answer to that somewhere along the journey. Yeah, that's good Couldn't that curiosity to the viewers. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. So all right, so um yeah, let's 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 keep going. So um you know which uh is there like a chapter you want to talk about or I think the color principles you should say, oh, right? Okay. Let's talk so, about the color principles. On yeah. the color principle, why is more in her journal, what does she mostly talk about? Or in the color principles, that whole notebook is about um, that notebook is about family colorism, colorism within because this story is based on a black family, but it's also based on colorism between races or cultures or whatever because there's the best friend of the mother who's Dominican, there's the best friend of the daughter who's Puerto Rican. Mm. So I created all these characters on purpose. Yeah. Not to get that sense of diversity. Mm. Yes. Right, exactly, yeah. because I wanted to show the interaction between our communities. It's e- I think it's even a Trinidadian in there somewhere <laughs> and a couple <laughs> other people. <laughs> no, definitely. Right. But um, um, what, I was, what I did was I reversed... The typical, um, what you hear, which is usually darker-skinned people, what they go through from lighter-skinned people, you know. And I'm not saying they do or don't. I know they do. But I also know that light-skinned people get a lot of crap from darker-skinned people. Mm. And what I personally think this is just my humble opinion it depends on what what the household looks like so if you happen to be the one dark-skinned person in a house of where everybody's light then you're gonna what do they let me see 
or negro, you know, you'll be the moreno or whatever. They'll, <laughs> yeah. the, the emphasis will They'll go on pinpoint. your color because you're the only one against a bunch of light-skinned people, right? Yeah. The other side to that is you happen to be the light-skinned one and you're in our family and all of us are this color, so now we decide to call you names. Because mm -hmm. nobody never talks about that. And that's why I talked about it. Okay. You see? Yeah. Because if you say black, you know, dark, if you refer to someone being dark-skinned, everybody will come to that person's aid. But if somebody calls you a yellow bitch or a yellow man <laughs> or whatever, it's like, no big deal. Yeah. That's not offensive, too? Yeah, it no, is. it is offensive, of course. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it is. It is. It, it makes sense, like right. So instead of writing the typical, the the dark skinned girl getting abused by all the lighter skinned people, I reversed it because I wanted to point out sometimes other people can be really mean too. Sometimes oh, other people yeah. can yeah. be really mean as well. Oh wow! And it's a subject. What happens to the lighter skin person? Nobody never talks about that, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I've seen it. That, it's so funny I'm that you say it. It. It's funny that you say that. I've seen it on TV and mm -hmm. I want people like, you go, I find it funny because it doesn't matter if you guys skin or dark skin. We still people of color and we still go through right. the same type of right. racism. Yeah, no, we go through the same things. Let me, let me um say, you know, like one thing that happened to me um when I went to DR once, right? Mm -hmm. So I, I visit my uh, my mom's side of the family. I, I, I know I discussed with you that, right. that my my mom she's dark skin, you know, she, mm -hmm. she's darker than you. So um when I went over there to the ER, hey, one of my cousins like, oh my god, look, you 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 grew up to be one of the beautiful ones. I'm like, what do you mean by that? Whoa. What does that mean? And wow. and she said, oh um yeah no you like you one of the beautiful ones. you you one of the light skinned ones. I'm like. No, but I think you're beautiful too. Like I don't understand, I don't understand Oof. why you said that. So, at the time, I didn't understand. Mm -hmm. When once I grew up, then I started to understand. Like even if in our country we mm -hmm. have that that diverse that diversity where you know like a one one color is against another color, and it mm -hmm. shouldn't be that way. We all the same race. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it didn't make sense to me. Like, and, mm -hmm. and I'm talking about this. This is something that happened when I was like, I was like around uh, 11, 12. Right. You know what I mean? And, and and the person that said this to me was the same age. So I was just like, yo, wow. like, where did that come from? Mm -hmm. It's a colonizer yeah. brain. I, 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 I reached <laughs> out to her. No, I reached out to her mm -hmm. years later and she told me, nah, I, I didn't understand what I was saying at the time. Like, mm -hmm. you know, she understood that she's beautiful right. and all of that. You know, like, uh, but it was just a mindset that they have from young because they hear people talk. Mm -hmm. And it, mm -hmm. it, it was like, it was sad. That's why I decided to reach out to her. But then, right. you know, we we came into an because understanding. Because it hurt like, you. Yeah. No, it, it, it made me feel weird. Like, it was weird. Right, like, I'm like, right, well, right. what do you mean I'm the beautiful one? I, I don't understand what that meant. Wow. You know, you understand what I'm saying? I didn't know what that meant mm -hmm. at the time. What? Well, because of my see, color? You see why yeah, I had to yeah. write this book? Yeah, I had yeah. To, so it's I crazy. Had to, the whole book is not based off. That's just one notebook. But I had to put that notebook in there. And I put it in the beginning. It's the second notebook yeah, because yeah. it was important. Um, because colorism is horrible. Mm -hmm. um, I've experienced it um, as a black woman. I've experienced it from darker skinned black women, uh, from lighter skinned.
because I'm in the middle of both ends. I'm the Carmel girl in the middle. So I get to see from things from both ends. You see what yeah, I mean? Yeah, no, but yeah. no one's bothering me because I'm light. No one's bothering me because I'm dark. It depends on the dynamics. What's yeah. the 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 population of who I'm around. You yeah. see what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I've also had it from other people that are also brown as me. Mm-hmm. Or browner sometimes. Just my hair, my complexion, and people don't realize that they're hurtful things. They don't realize, like, I don't think people do it necessarily because they're mm. trying to be mean. They think they're being helpful. Yeah, no, it's no matter <laughs> intent. It's, it's the thing. Is that, that's how they were raised too. That's the thing. Exactly. Sometimes, uh, even the community, like if the whole community is doing the same thing, they, they mm-hmm. start thinking. People don't realize how much the community affect you and your way you think, the way you think. Exactly, and that's why I wrote this book. All right. So, um, you know, like, uh, what other things? What other interesting things will people find in the book? Yeah, because we just have a yeah. long conversation. That's, yeah, yeah. that's only that's one a, part. That's yeah. a big conversation, right? I know, and that's I know. Like one, what, one fifteen of the book, and we have like a conversation. Oh my god! So yeah. no, yeah. If you have another part that you would like to yeah, talk yeah. about, okay. Uh, Let's do the fifth notebook. All right, dear God. Okay. Um, the character is questioning God. Mm. Rightfully so, because she's a teenager. She only knows what she's experiencing in that home. And she also knows that someone is carrying her off to church, her mother, every Sunday. Mm-hmm. You know, and she's being forced to listen to the pastor, the you know, God. Yeah. to go along with this whole thing. And she's trying to make sense of how does this make sense? Because I'm at home, I'm getting beat, I'm getting abused. All these different things are going on, and now on Sunday you're forcing me to go to church and give thanks to God. And she's questioning God in that fifth notebook. Say, dear God, why me? She's praying, you know, make this make sense. Mm-hmm. That's basically what she's what this notebook is about. I mean, that's that's difficult. Yeah, I'm. I know there's many people that be in that situation where mm-hmm. everything is going so wrong that mm-hmm. they be thinking, why why is God be me? So, right. So she's questioning God. Um, but in, in this notebook, I'm also, as the writer, I'm calling out the actual individuals inside the church as well. Like, there's a homeless guy in one of the, the scenes. He's outside the church. He has a sign that says, you know, I haven't eaten in three days or whatever. Please help. And everybody that's going to the church that happens to be like right where this guy is, they're just rushing past him. They're not even looking his way. They're not paying him any attention because they have to get inside the church and do God's work. And they don't want to yeah. be late because service is starting at 10 o'clock or whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you go past the homeless guy that's hungry because you going in there to do God's work? Isn't that God's work, too? Is that God's work? Yeah. Caring for people? Yeah, I always, um, what I what I believe, um, my opinion is on that is, like, um, you have to do, like, what you feel, what you feel is, is the right thing 
for mm-hmm. you, right? You have to understand, like, and and be, you know, like, um, understand what the surroundings is because, you know, it could be that that person does the reason he doesn't see the homeless person because he's accustomed to watching a homeless person every corner. Mm-hmm. And you know you you got raised to think yo don't you know don't give him money like mm-hmm. by your parents or something like mm-hmm. that. So then you kind of like just forget like okay this you know I'm supposed to help them like if I'm right. if I have if I have a dollar and I could give it away mm-hmm. give it away because you know that it 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 does good not only for that person that you mm-hmm. just help mm-hmm. but for yourself right right so you know like uh, and what it, about this though what it just says food for thought what if Showing up at the church every Sunday all dressed up in your best suit is a shenanigan because it makes you look good, mm-hmm. you know? I go to church every week. I look good. I'm dressing up. I'm looking good for Jesus because, yeah. you know, you have to look a certain way when you're going to visit, when you're going into God's house, right? Yeah. Um, It's a possibility. I'm not saying it is or isn't. I don't question people's religion. I just question their behavior. Yeah. So what I'm saying is if you are really studying Christianity in the way that I understand it and you're doing God's work, how do you do God's work while stepping over someone that's hungry or hurting or anything else because you got to hurry up, you're rushing to get in there? How does that's a contradiction? Mm -hmm. Maybe I should have named this book Contradiction because (laughs) that's what I'm doing throughout each notebook, and I'm 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 giving you both perspectives. Like, yeah, how does that make sense? Yeah, no, it 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 really doesn't, man. And we we do see a lot of things. We do a lot of we do see a lot of people that you know who follow Mm -hmm. you know like. God's uh, you know, word and right. but then you see their their action Actions. is totally different. Exactly. Than than what it is that they are perceiving to show you when they do go to the to to church. So the we gossiping, do see that. Yeah. We do the see gossiping that. Gossiping yeah. is another issue that's in that notebook, mm-hmm. in the fifth notebook. Yeah. You know, you're more concerned about how tight someone's skirt is, or she no, she shouldn't be coming in here. With those, mm-hmm. I know somebody like that. So. You know what I yeah, mean? You yeah. weren't about the size of someone's breast and how it's <laughs> hanging out the shirt. You weren't yeah. about all these things that have nothing to do with you. It's not your business, right? And from my understanding, the church is supposed to be the the hospital for the sick. That's what I was told, right? Yeah. So if I'm already fixed, and then I don't need to be in there. And if I'm not fixed, that's why I'm showing up maybe inappropriately or with the wrong clothes or whatever, but let God put it on my heart to say, that skirt is too short and it should, you see what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's not for you as the two church people to stop me at the door and and don't allow me in because you don't think I'm appropriately dressed for your God. Yeah, no, and I mean, we we are, I mean, something that I believe, I guess, is like, People who are gossiping, they're already like, I mean, the life that they're living, if, if all you're living is through gossip and going but through. But isn't that a contradiction? Yeah, yeah. It's a con- you know, I'm going to point this last contradiction out, then we could go to another one. Yeah. Judge not and ye shall not be judged, right? These are all the principles that I've heard studying Christianity. You know, uh, we're all the same, whatever. We're all created equal, whatever. Yeah. So if it's, you're part of your principle not to 
um, judge not and ye shall not be judged, Mm -hmm. then how am I worried about what you're wearing? I should be more concerned that you are in God's house to hear the word. Yeah. You see my point? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, no, of course. No, and, and and it's what I'm saying, like, um, you know, like people that gossip, they're just... It's the judgment mm-hmm. of others. You know, why are you doing this? Well, how are you going to do a podcast? Blah, 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 blah. Like, judging every step that someone else is taking. Mm-hmm. If I show up a certain way, you don't have to like what I have on. You don't, you can think that it's too tight, but it's, I'm wearing it. It's my business. Yeah. I mean, I understand. Like I tell you, I know somebody from church is so judgmental. Really judgmental. Exactly. I don't even, even talk to him no more. Right. And then, but you're singing all the songs. Yeah. You're reading all this, this stuff. It's like, what are you, do you know what you're reading? Because your behavior and how you speak is not in alignment with who you say you are. And you see, I don't judge whether it's, Muslim, Christian, I could care less what you are. You could be a hooker, but whatever you are, stand in it ten toes down. Mm-hmm. Don't say you're a this. Don't say I'm a Christian. You want everybody to know. But your behavior is not lined up with all of the judging and the gossiping. You could say you're a Muslim. Fine. But you can't be you can't tell people I'm a Muslim. And then fry pork chops on Fridays because mm-hmm. Muslims don't eat pork. Eat pork yeah. yeah. So all I'm saying is if you be whoever you say you are, mm-hmm. that's what I have a problem with. I don't have a problem with the Christian church, Muslims, whatever. No, whatever. I, 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 oh, yeah, yeah. I want to make it clear. I don't have a problem with because right. I know people from church, right. they, they do what they like you said, they do what they do. Right. But I also know this person that's for church. Right. He thinks he's holy. Right. And he's a bad person. Exactly. And like I said, that's the problem that I have with it. That's what I wrote about. The disconnect. Because what you're saying and what you're doing is two different things. And then you have the audacity on a good week when you didn't sin this week or you think you haven't. You want to go and curtail everything else everybody else is doing. Her skirt's too short. Her this and that. But if you happen to slip up and have an affair with the pastor, you know, oh, God's going to forgive God's gonna forgive you for your stuff, and he'll forgive her for her stuff. So mind your own business. Yeah. Worry about getting yourself right with whoever you serve. You see what I mean? Sorry, so that's bro. what the fifth notebook right. is about. Right, cool, cool. <laughs> so do you want to share uh, of any other uh, chapter? Yeah, before we end it, one yeah. more, right? Yeah. Um, it's up to you. We can... I'm a, the ninth notebook and the eleventh notebook is somewhat intertwined, but not exactly. But it's long story short, it's about how you feel about yourself from the the people that are supposed to love you from the beginning when you're born, your parents, right? Yeah. Okay. So how they if you know, if you're a little girl, your father is your first man in your life that's going to set the tone for how you feel. And, yeah. and what you expect from men mm-hmm. and vice versa if it's, you know, a male and, and the mom or whatever. Yeah. When there's cracks in that foundation and things are missing or things are not the way they're supposed to be and you send a wounded child out into the world, 
those are the most vulnerable and the most uh, the ones that become victims and to and prey to predators because it only takes someone showing up and saying, "Wow, you're so pretty." You see, yeah. so you're 15. No man has ever told you you were pretty, and now you're entering. You're in high school or whatever, and here comes some guy. He's like, "You're so beautiful. You're so pretty." And he's being nice to you and buy you some candy or whatever. Yeah. Where you think you're going to end up? Yeah, yeah. No. It don't take much for him to lure you off somewhere because nobody never told you he was pretty. So you're so taken from hearing it. But How? if your father told you yeah. when you were two, three, four, five, seven, by the time that little dirty boy shows up and says, you're so pretty, you'd be like, could you? Get out my face. You be, you see what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, I was going to ask, how how important you, uh, is a child's uh, life? Like, in, um, And I'm talking about uh, from the age of, let's say, um, four all the way to the age of, of eight. Because those are, those are the times Formative. where, yeah, yes. those are the times where kids really experience what they're, you know, like their environment, what they're going mm -hmm. through. So, like, how important do you feel, do you believe that is, like, for you to, uh, the ch the child's um upbringing from, like, let's say the age of, let's say, three, or four mm -hmm. to eight, like, more or less? I think it's very important, but I think it happens even before that. Oh, wow, um, really? Be yeah, because I'll tell you, um, I had an incident with my grandmother, my mother's mother, yeah. and I only know the story because it was told to me later on when I was older. But the story is apparently I was two, and I called my grandmother a black dog, right? Mm. According to the story that they told me out there. And she went ballistic and started screaming, who's a black dog? Who? You know? And I had enough sense at two not to tell her that I was talking to her. I pointed at the stove, and I was like, you know, and the stove was white. So okay. I knew at two to escape. But I also, what made me call her that at two? Where did I hear, where did I hear that? Or was I just so intelligent at two that I just knew there was some things about her that I didn't care for? Hmm. And I was feisty at two. Like, I don't know exactly. Yeah. I only know what was said. Okay. But is that normal for a two-year-old to call their grandmother a black dog? I and mean, the I question don't know. is yeah. why. So what I mean is, even before four years old, whatever was moving around around me wasn't completely 100% normal because yeah. that's not normal. I mean, I could, yeah, I could understand how um, your grandma would be offended. Yeah, of I course. Saw, saw, yeah. <laughs> I'm lucky she didn't yeah. kill me, right? I wouldn't even be here doing this podcast because I could have been dead at no, two. No, no, oh, I think he was going to get to another point. <laughs> no, no, I know, no, it, it's crazy. No, but the thing is, like, um, as far as you you calling her, that, I mean, I mean, we we will never know the story. I guess the 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 answer to that question. But I mean, like the way I look at it is like, um, you could have seen why was it in my vocabulary. Who else did I hear saying that around me? It was around the you. The older people yeah. that was around me yes. was calling each other a black dog. Somebody said it around me. And I knew what it meant because of the way they used it in the in the context that they wait, used wait, it. Wait, was it a black dog or a black, a black female dog? Do you, 
Well, I just no. I said it. Well, according to them, like okay. I said, it was told to me. According to them, I said it with conviction, like I knew what I was saying. Okay. Like when somebody says, "Get down out of that chair," and I turn around and see you, black dog. It was oh, like that. Damn. So it wasn't All no right. accident. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't mixing her up with the the German Shepherd or anything. Okay, no. Okay. Okay. I was saying it like I would say it to somebody right now. All right. Oh, all right. Wow. Okay. It makes too. Yeah. That... So what did I hear? No, and in what, the air and, that no, made me say that. No, and what environment were you in for you to even? That's have what that, I want to know. That analogy to say that to someone with that thought at two years old. Right. So yeah, that, yeah, so now yeah. to use, I brought that point up because when you said four, what you do around a two year old, mm-hmm, what you do around too. a one year old, yeah. if, if a newborn, a newborn can experience trauma. Mm-hmm. They may can express it that somebody's smacking them up or whatever, but they, they you feel it. You feel it's it, a yeah. visceral, it's yeah. a feeling, right? Yeah. So, so four, yeah. by the time you get four, you could already be super traumatized. Yeah, no, no, that's true. That's, it's, I mean, it's crazy. You yeah, know, and, and I only say that because, you know, I, I, like I, I, you start having, re- like some type of reason at four. Like I could remember mm-hmm. certain things from four, from right, four years old. Right, right, You know, so that, that's why I expressed that age. But yeah, no, no, yeah. It's, it's from the time and that you're born. And we don't know the exact age, but we do know that it, it happens early. We start remembering things that are traumatic. We remember yeah. stuff. Yeah. That's, what, that's one of the reasons I was saying before, like, the way we are raised in our community, it also affects the way that we ask. So, exactly. like, you, like you were saying, like, since you must have said that because you must have heard somebody say, mm-hmm. and it was already your mind, mm-hmm. you already know why me. Right. If you did say that because right. you were two. Right. So, <laughs> Somebody, maybe some of my siblings were talking about her around me, and I heard it, and I, being two, just yeah. blurted it out, and it was supposed to be a secret. You see what I mean? I blurted yeah, it out, yeah. and they had enough sense not to say that to her face because they were older. I don't really know. I just know that I was two. Yeah. And where did I hear that? What did I hear? What made me say that? Yeah, no, no, that's crazy, man. But, uh, but yeah, no, um, we have, we're having an interesting conversation today, man. Yeah, like, yeah, like this is... It is, it is. Yeah, it's very intriguing. Um, So... There's something that I noticed, right? Mm-hmm. When I looked at the uh, at the end of the book, right? Mm-hmm. I noticed that um, you have like like certain affirmations. Yes. At the end of the book, like um, why is that? And you have you even have a uh, yo say so yeah you even have like a a, a a victims of crime and family like <laughs> like yo like, like what are, what are what are the what are yeah, the helpful, people into helpful yeah. resources mm-hmm. because this book has so much stuff in it. That it's going to ruffle a feather here or there. And I wanted to be responsible and offer some helpful numbers and resources because I didn't want anyone to get to the end of the book and be all in their feelings and do something crazy. And, you know, and I would feel responsible. So at the end, I didn't just hit them with the story. I'm like, okay, so now if you are upset after reading this story, Call this number here. <laughs> call like, this number don't and call get me. some help. Call this number. <laughs> <laughs> and I gave you a whole bunch. Yeah, I was I, like, I'm like, look, no, I'm like, yo, yeah, what yeah, is this? Yeah, there's what a am whole I, bunch. What am, what am I in for? Like, 
Oh no, but that's good though. No, you no, it is, it is. It's, it's good and thoughtful. I mean, and it just let it like it, what mm-hmm. this is doing for me mm-hmm. is intriguing me even more mm-hmm. to want to read this. Like I'm like, yo, like what kind of what kind of stuff am I gonna what? read? Right, you're going to need a helpful number so, at the end. Like, right? it got yo, it got me crazy. I'm like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna read this. <laughs> so and then you know, like I see, yeah, like I said, uh, you do have some affirmations here. A whole bunch. And it's actually fifty two. Oh, wow. Um, It's actually 52. So you have one for every week Mm. because sometimes I see a lot of books with daily affirmations and it's just every day you get up and they give you something else to read. Yeah, yeah. But you're not really resonant. Nothing is really sticking because it's so quick. It's like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So I have 52 and it's one for every week because it gives for seven days if you keep with the same one, it'll hit different. You'll remember it. And that's why I didn't do like daily affirmations because it's like you're just rushing through them and you don't remember what the lesson was. So I give you one to, it's like marinate it on it for a minute. And the next week you go to another one and marinate yeah. on that. And by the time you marinate on all of them, yeah, they'll become a part mm-hmm. of your core. You'll remember some of them you see what i mean no of course no that's great man but yeah nah like this looks like it's gonna about to be something like some uh, raw and authentic man and i see i see here in the in the even in the title it says it powerful profound and raw yes and you so, have some blank pages back there it's a journal yeah. for you i was actually we gonna, gonna ask you about yeah, that I was too actually, right yeah now. that was the next thing i was gonna <laughs> say i'm like yo like why is there some black pages but then i see there's a journal yes so okay so what what uh, what is the journal for for you to write your feelings after you finish reading the book mm, okay. of what it meant to you, what it kicked up in you, whatever. Whatever emotion you're feeling at the end, that's what that journal is for. Okay. It's just... It might it's, inspire you to write a book like you did. Yeah. So that's dope. Exactly. <laughs> and it's, it's yeah. just to sort of plant the seed. Yeah. Because there's not, of course, enough pages for you of to course, start a whole journal. But it's to give you the idea to get your own journal mm-hmm. and start writing stuff. How important you think it is for people to write? Very important. I love it. Yeah. You know why? And and it'll tell you in one of these uh, somewhere in there. The good thing about paper. You know the good thing about paper? Mm. Paper doesn't throw anything back in your face. <laughs> yeah. Right? All right. Yeah. 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 And of it's course. between you and the paper. Mm-hmm. See, if you tell it to me, I may repeat it. Yeah. Right. I may tell him as soon as you walk away. Like, you know what he said? Yeah, yeah. But if you write it down, it gives you, you know, some sense of peace because you got to express it. Yeah. Because that's what we all need, just to express stuff. Mm-hmm. Right? We need to get get it out get of it us out. and yeah. put it down somewhere. When you put it on paper, it's between you and the paper. The paper is not going to judge you. The paper is not going to throw it back in your face. And you get to say whatever you want. Yeah. It's not even going to stop you and interrupt you like I may do. I mean, you could tell people I wrote something, too. Because, I mean, it's, it's, it's powerful. You write. That's the thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I never wrote mm-hmm. a book, but I've written small stuff right. for myself. Right. Like, so, and it's incredible. It can save your life. It can keep you out of trouble. Yes. You, you know when yeah. you're upset yeah. at your girlfriend or something? Instead of going over there destroying stuff or saying things that you may regret the next day out of anger, yeah. grab a notebook, 
and call her all the stuff you want to call her on paper. And once you get it out of you, you're going to feel a little better because you vented. And then you can rip it up and throw it out. And she never knew that you even was feeling all that stuff two days ago. Because two days later, you're not feeling all that stuff. You, now mm -hmm. you're in love again. Mm -hmm. So instead of having the habit of always seeing everything that's on your mind in that moment and getting in your feelings, when you're in your feelings, grab some paper. And write it down. So that's, that's why powerful, that journal yeah. is there. Because I want to encourage people to start writing. Nah, you, I, I'm going to have to start writing again. I mean, I, I don't know if I could write a book I can say, but I'm going to start writing like I used to. Because I used to write like, I, I don't know if I could say poem or songs. I guess say song. Right. So it does help, though. You'd be it's surprised. a judgment-free zone. Yes. You can write whatever you want. I, it's, it's for you. If you think your songs are good, write them down. It doesn't mm -hmm. matter what he thinks, what I think, whatever. It doesn't matter what you think yeah. about my book. Mm -hmm. What I wanted to write, and that's the, the freedom of writing. It's, it's between you and the paper. Like you were saying right now, it doesn't matter what people think. Mm -hmm. um, when you start writing the book, I, I maybe I should ask you before. Mm -hmm. um, was the critique bad or good, or do you did even do you even do you even care about the critique or? I because did you know I, somewhat. But then again, I think I was critiquing myself more so. It's like once I presented it to someone else and said, what you think about this? I'm already convinced that it's good. I'm just waiting for you to confirm, like, yeah, this is good. Mm -hmm. You see, because yeah. if you probably said, no, I don't like this, I probably wouldn't listen to you anyway. Knowing me, that's just me. No, yeah. no, I, I'm just saying. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not, but it's because it's a positive mindset. No, we, no we, I'm saying we, usually we, in all fairness, when you write stuff, it goes to an editor because they're, Take this out, move that over there, yeah. whatever. I'm just one of those personalities. Like, I may hear something that, if it makes sense to me, yeah, uh, yeah. I will implement the change. Mm. But if it doesn't make sense and it's coming from just your personal opinion of, no, you should move this notebook over there and I think you should have said this or take this out. If I don't agree with it, I'm just not going to listen. I'll take my yeah. chances like I do with everything else. Yeah, I'm going to put it out there the way I think it should go. That makes sense. I mean, that's one thing I usually do. say. Like, mm -hmm. it's good to take critique, but know which one to take because yeah. some right. some critique are, are not even helpful. And some critique is based off what, like, pe all that is in my affirmations. You'll see. Oh wow! That's so we already took them up. Yeah. Uh, people critique things like, who made you the professional on on color codes or. Or oh, that doesn't match with those shoes or whatever. Who who told you that you such a great color Design, coordinator, yeah. fashion no, designer, no, book and a lot writer. of people that that, that you, gossip and the trick they're not even doing that work. Right? It's like what are you talking and about? And sometimes the reason why you have to be suspicious. I'm not saying no, I don't like this. I probably wouldn't listen to you anyway. Knowing me, that's just me. No, yeah. no, I, I'm just saying. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm no, but it's, it's because, because of positive mindset. No, we, no, we, I'm saying we, usually, in all fairness, when you write stuff, it goes to an editor because they take this out, move that over there, yeah. whatever. I'm just one of those personalities. Like I may hear something that if it makes sense to me, yeah, uh, yeah. I will implement the change. But if it doesn't make sense and it's coming from just your personal opinion of, no, you should move this notebook over there and I think you should have said this or take this out. If I don't agree with it, I'm just not going to listen. I'll take my yeah. chances like I do with everything else. Yeah, I'm going to put it out there the way I think it should go. 
That makes sense. I mean, that's one thing I usually do. say. Like, mm-hmm. it's good to take critique, but know which one to take because yeah. some right. some critique are, are not even helpful. And some critique is based off what? Like, pe- all that is in my affirmations. You'll see. Oh wow! That's so we already took thing. them up. Yeah. How people critique things like, who made you the professional on on color codes or? Or that doesn't match with those shoes or whatever. Who who told you that you such a great color coordinator, no, fashion designer, no, book and writer? No, that 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 you, gossiping you trick. They're not even doing that work. Right. It's like, what are you talking and about? And sometimes the reason why you have to be suspicious. I'm not saying don't listen to others, but suspicious at least because you don't know where their heart is when they're critiquing. Yeah. yeah. You don't know if it's out of jealousy. It's like, hey. What you think about my podcast? And he's telling you all this negative stuff. No, I don't know. You don't have enough space. You know, he's just coming over. Look, but it's really because he wants to do a podcast. He's mad because you're doing the podcast. So his advice may not be or- authentic. Mm-hmm. No, I yeah. learned from the early start because I'm a hobby. I I don't think I talk about it. It's mm-hmm. making music. Mm-hmm. So I remember when I made my first CD. I was just giving it to everybody, mm-hmm. and the critique was not good. But I, I, I mean, and they crushed your spirit. No, that's the funny part. I never did because I, I was thinking they just mean haters. So yeah, that's <laughs> all you gotta say. Yeah, there you go. See, that's <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. No, uh, believe me, I actually believe in my music. I know there's some people that if they hear a bad critique, mm-hmm. they be like, oh man, maybe I shouldn't mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. But I never took it bad. Like I always used to believe that like, they, they just don't understand my sound. Right. 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 So, and that's, that's the, what I'm saying. If you can hand, I can handle it. When people, I don't, it's like I don't have to l- agree with what you're saying. Mm-hmm. If you can handle it, then by all means, share yeah. it with everybody. Because I do. I said, "What you think about this?" Mm-hmm. But if I don't really feel like what you, your feedback makes sense, I'll be like, "Whatever." She, yeah. You see, I can dismiss no, it. I, as long exactly, as you know, yeah. I, as long as you know, is this good? Like I was saying with my mm-hmm. music, I mm-hmm. already know it's good. I just, like you would say, I just want people to hear it to, to right, see what because you're feel. excited about yeah, your I, accomplishment. I, yes. Exactly, mm-hmm. and here came the haters. Of course, <laughs> they always they always come, man. So you know, you just gotta you just gotta be prepared. Just know where you're at. Uh, keep you know, keep your mindset uh, elevated to what it is mm-hmm. that you are accomplishing, and you know everything will turn out fine. And thank so, God for the haters, yeah, because they let you know when you're doing good, right? No, and they yeah, and no, and not only that, they sometimes they do they are the best critics. Right. Sometimes, like they, right. they, they'll say something to you, and you're like, "Oh, mm-hmm. oh, I could use." Th- right. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> so let, let's 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 improve. Like you know, what I'm saying so. It's yeah. a benefit so, to yeah. everything, even manure. Don't they use that for something to fertilize? I believe so. Yeah. yeah. I mean, right. This well, that, that part, everything. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So that's the bottom line. Is there's a purpose for everything, even when it doesn't feel good all the time. But yeah. there's a purpose for everything. Everything happens for a reason. Oh wow! All right, awesome. So, um, my my uh, well, last question I, I would say um would be like um, what what would be the message that you wanna would like to give to our viewers? You know, because I know um, you know, like there's some intense stuff in this book, mm-hmm. and you know, like um, you know, we always we we see that we had the hotlines there, <laughs> so. Uh, what would be the positive message that you would give uh, to the viewers who are going to be reading your book? The message for the viewers 
is number 15, which is for mom and everyone, full circle. Read that. Okay. Because I summarize everything, um, and there's a powerful message there. Okay. There really is. And it it brings it all together, and I guess it's when you know better, you you can do better. Okay. But yeah. you would have to read Full Circle. That's what it's called, Full Circle, which okay. is... Okay, that's the last chapter. Number basically. No, it's not. Oh, it's not? Okay. No, but it's number 15. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, okay. Got you, got it's you. number 15. All right. And it's going to bring it all the notebooks together. All together. It's going to blend it all together, and it's going to, and it speaks to the community at large. All right. Spoken like a true salesman. All right, guys. So, <laughs> eh. <laughs> saleswoman. Yeah, well, yeah, saleswoman. Yeah, saleswoman. Come on, sorry, come on. sorry, sorry. You know, you know like I, I know it's something that we got, we got, we got to grow into that too. Mm-hmm. All right. So, all right. So, basically, um, yeah, no, I, we we want to thank you for for coming thank through. Thank you for having me. Very, very um entertaining segment we had today. No, real yeah. entertainment, and we gave man knowledge like always and power mm-hmm. to our community, mm-hmm. and that's what we try to do right now. Right, and that's what you are doing. You ain't trying. You doing it. Oh yeah, and I'm gotta, proud of you. I gotta change Thank that you. part. Try. Right. Yeah, I done yeah. it a couple of uh, <laughs> times. Yeah, I gotta fix that. All right, awesome, awesome. So I'm proud yeah. of you guys. I just want to say that on air. <laughs> and thank you for coming. And that's serious. I, I really do appreciate that you took time to come over here and be our guest because I know you had to travel to come over here. Yeah. So, and I, I said to every guest, I do appreciate it because they gonna have to come over here and. Not just showing love to our community, and we all helping each other. Well, at the I'll end of the be day, because yeah. we're going viral. Oh yeah, no, no, no. We definitely, we <laughs> definitely want you back. So. Uh, we want you back on your yeah. third book because I'm pretty sure she's gonna buy another book anyway. So we definitely gonna have you back. Okay. And, yeah, and, and I'll be we, back. Yeah, wait, and before, it, wait, no, no. Um, where, where can we find you? You can find me on Facebook. Um, my real name, Devetris Bryant. Okay. And you can find me on Instagram at. This woman is talented, in case you didn't already know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Love, love the confidence. So, yeah, we, we'll put it in the a link. Okay. Yeah, so that, you know. Just give me your information so I could put it on the, I, we're going to put it in our podcast app. Mm-hmm. Like, we could follow us at levelofsuccesspodcast.poppy.com. Or if mm-hmm. you want to go to the website, you could go to any app like Spotify, Google iPad, mm-hmm. uh Podcast, um, Apple Podcast, yeah, Apple Podcast. No, it's i i Podcast. I think it is. Oh, and we'll and I it out. It I didn't forget to tell them that it's on Amazon. Okay. It's on Audible. Uh, and it's available for Kindle. Okay, I awesome. that part. Awesome, awesome. And here's a picture of the book. Remember, right. don't forget to read the book. <laughs> and now, nah, like I said before, I'm glad you for passing for you coming over here. Mm-hmm. And if you like what we're doing, please follow us. There's actually. There's actually one last thing. Oh, tell me. One last thing. All right. Mm-hmm. So, since this book, you know, may go a, a long way, right? Yeah. It's going to go a long it's way. It's going a long way. I um, would like to ask you a question. Um, have you gotten an uh, autograph yet? Like, have you written an autograph yet? I have, but I'll write one for you. Uh, yeah. I, 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 want, I want an autograph. <laughs> you want it on camera? I mean, if you want to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we can take it off camera. It don't matter, you know. I just, you I know. I, I just do a snapshot. Put it on the video. Yeah, let's it. take yeah, it off. Yeah. We'll take it off camera. Because right. then when I'm, look, I know they looking at me, so. 
<laughs> and I want to write. Uh, I want to write it to you from my heart. I got you. I got you. All right. So, all right, guys. So while she writes this down, want to give you guys the peace out. All right. One love. Peace. All right. <laughs>